From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It's Thursday, April 27th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. In Northeast Ohio, a teacher at Lorraine High School is being investigated for having an inappropriate phone call with a student. ONN's Jay Crawford in Cleveland reports. The phone call was recorded. It includes comments that are sexual in nature and a discussion about the teacher visiting the student's home. The district told us that it's aware of this video and they are taking this situation seriously. Once police finish their investigation, they'll hand the case to the county prosecutor who will determine if charges should be filed. I'm Jay Crawford. In Northwest Ohio, Seneca County, a man has been charged for meeting up with an underage person. ONN's Amanda Fay in Toledo has more. Victor West is in custody on charges of contributing to the delinquency of a juvenile and unlawful sexual conduct with a minor. Police found the 40-year-old Oregon man in a car with a 14-year-old. They say the pair met online and then met up at a parking lot in New Regal, just east of Fostoria. We've learned the juvenile is also facing charges in the investigation. I'm Amanda Fay. Legendary talk show host and former mayor of Cincinnati, Jerry Springer, has died at the age of 79. A family spokesperson said this morning Springer had been diagnosed with cancer a few months ago and his condition had worsened this week. He died at his home in the Chicago area. He was best known for the Jerry Springer show in which guests loudly and sometimes violently clashed during its 27-year run. Springer started his career as a lawyer in Cincinnati and served as the city's mayor in 1977 and 78. He ran unsuccessfully for the Democratic nomination for Ohio governor in 1982 and considered running for governor or Senate in Ohio in later years. Five businesses in one West Toledo neighborhood have been robbed at gunpoint in recent days. ONN's Michael Sandlin has more on one woman's struggle to deal with it. Shannon Southern, pleading with the robbers that she really couldn't give them any more money. Eventually they left. All she could think about was the barrel of the gun in her face. All I could do was hug my kids. And when she returned to work... Quite a few panic attacks. Ended up freaking out and walking out on my shift. Unable to work, Southern says her boss had let her go. She thinks he'll eventually let her return. After all, the Express Mart is a second home to her, but she says she'll need to get herself in order first. Reporting in West Toledo, I'm Michael Sandlin. By a vote of 78 to 19 yesterday, the Ohio House approved the state's two-year budget that begins July 1st. The plan now moves to the Senate. ONN's Dave James reports. Some lawmakers in the House's fractured Republican supermajority were blocked from trying to add a universal school voucher proposal and other changes. A spokesperson for House Republicans says the two-year budget includes nearly a billion dollars in income tax savings, increases eligibility for vouchers to help students attend private schools, and adds provisions to help ensure higher wages for some teachers and health care workers. Democrats were pleased with the budget. House Minority Leader Allison Russo of Upper Arlington said, quote, This is what it looks like when we put people first. This budget is not about victories for Democrats or Republicans. It's about victories for all Ohioans, end quote. Dave James, I went in news. Yesterday, the Ohio State House was full of people ready to argue their sides of a couple of controversial bills involving the rights of transgender Ohioans. 
House Bill 6 is also known as the Save Women's Sports Act, and it would ban transgender girls from participating in girls' sports from kindergarten through college. Dara Adkinson with the group Trans Ohio opposes the bill. The Ohio uh, Student Athlete Association has its own policy for guidance for trans athletes, that the NCAA has its own policy for guidance of trans athletes, and then it's awfully presumptuous of supporters of this bill to think that they have variety to supersede and go over both of those national and state level sporting organizations that have their own policies intact and work for them on a competitive level across all grades. Last month, we heard from those who are in favor of the bill, including Ohio Representative Gene Schmidt, a Republican from the Cincinnati area. It's not fair to put some a, a transgender woman into the program because while they are women now, they still have a man's body. That's the issue. And you can't make that equal. This testimony is just the first phase. The committee must report it to the House, where lawmakers must pass it in order to send it to the Senate. Meanwhile, several people stood in support of House Bill 68 at the State House yesterday. Here's ONN's Andrew Kinsey. That bill would ban gender-affirming health care for minors. One proponent from California says at one point she went through a transition and then later regretted it. To the Stonewall Columbus Executive Director responding to the bill saying in part, quote, this is a clear attack on identity and not a concern for health care. People, regardless of their gender or age, must have the right to show up as their full, authentic selves, most importantly, in the presence of their health care providers. House Bill 68 not only threatens the privacy of transgender and non-binary youth, but also their ability to seek affirming care. I'm Andrew Kinsey. A 2024 Republican presidential candidate is stirring the pot. ONN's Angela Ann reports. Nikki Haley is facing criticism for her comments about a transgender activist. Have any of y'all seen Dylan Mulvaney on the beer cans? Let me tell you something. That is not a transgender person. That is a guy dressing up like a girl making fun of women. Dylan Mulvaney is a social media influencer who graduated from the University of Cincinnati. And Dylan recently appeared in a promotion with Bud Light. I'm Angela Ann. There's some elevator trouble at Cleveland's iconic West Side Market. ONN's Emma Henderson has the story. I spoke with a member of the Tenants Council who said because of the elevator closures, she knows of at least four vendors who were unable to open and more who had to cancel shipments that were supposed to arrive because they depend on refrigerated downstairs storage space to keep things running smoothly. The mayor put out a tweet encouraging Cleveland City Council to pass $15 million in repairs through the American Rescue Plan fund. Now, on top of no elevators working, we learned that only one of the elevators has been working for several months. In Northeast Ohio, Emma Henderson. Mega Millions lottery officials have issued an alert saying scam operators are getting increasingly aggressive. More from ONN's Betsy Kling. One of the most recent scams involves WhatsApp. Scammers are using it to send cash gift card award notifications to random phone numbers around the world. They promise a $700,000 cash prize, but in order to get that prize money that does not exist, by the way, the recipient has to pay a large fee. Lottery officials are also saying they are seeing more phone scams, too. I'm Betsy Kling. It's the end of the playoff road for the Cleveland Cavaliers. They fell to the New York Knicks last night, 106-95. to The Knicks now advance to the second round of the Eastern Conference playoffs for the first time since 2013. 
and 14 Ohio State players could be taken in the NFL draft that starts today. But ONN's Dom Tiberi in Columbus says one is drawing the most attention. Many predicting quarterback C.J. Stroud will either be the first or second player taken in the first round, despite some negative reports that have come out over the last week, including that he had the lowest score among the quarterbacks in this year's draft when it comes to a cognitive test. Stroud addressed his football IQ. I'm secure of myself, and I know what I can do on the field. I know I can process very well, and I know I'm very smart. You can't play at Ohio State and not be smart. For the S2 test, man, it is what it is. It happened. I know what I can do on that field. I'm Dom Tiberi. Special thanks to our affiliates WTOL-TV in Toledo, WBNS-TV in Columbus, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett. On the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.